Welcome to this week's preview show on the Just Bleed Radio Network. This week we'll be discussing Bellator 301 as well as the Paul Craig versus Brendan Allen fight night. And we'll also have a bonus fun segment, or it'll be fun for me, but maybe you guys will hate it. But that's fine. Uh, I'm your host, Lem. I also have with me Dave from Rockford, Illinois. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) I also have Austin from the state of California. Hello. We also have a surprise top secret clip cameo from a top secret guest um but you'll find that out later actually you'll never find it out maybe it'll it'll be it'll be a mystery left to the listener all right so let's start with this top secret it it's not a top secret okay let's start with this fun segment that no one else knows about yet The fun segment (laughs) is to list your favorite three fighters off the top of your head. So they don't have to be your actual three favorite fighters, but the three favorites that come to your mind. Wait, in general? Yes. Okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, Dave, do you want to go first? (laughs) Yeah. Rod Tang. Stan Fairfax. Demetrius Johnson. Nice. Do you need, do you have one yet, Austin? Yeah, I got three. Robert Whitaker, Max Holloway, and Islam Makachev. Nice. Oh, that's a that's a good one. Okay, mine are Kelvin Gastelum, Charles Johnson, and Oh my god. I don't understand the Johnson part, but that's fine. We just started. <laughs> We're getting into Charles Johnson already. And Patricio Jesus. Pitbull. I also didn't think ahead of time so that we were all <laughs> on the same This was your page. question. <laughs> this was yeah, your but, question. But you guys were surprised by it, so I had to be surprised by it, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good list. Well, it's two-thirds of a good list. Come on, man. Um, all right, so that concludes our fun or stupid segment. You (laughs) can decide what you think of it. (laughs) Um, this week there's also two, or this weekend, well, it's like, it's going to be today and tomorrow by the time this is released. There's a Bellator 301 card. Um which I think we'll talk about first because it's probably more interesting. Um, the, the first fight on that card is Yaroslav Amasov versus Jason Jackson at welterweight. That's the last fight of the card. Uh, well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's the main event. That's the, yeah, this is the main event. It's the first fight that I am looking at right now. But the last fight of the card. And the first fight we will discuss. Nailed it. We did it. Teamwork. Hashtag dream work. (laughs) 
okay. I don't even know if I said that right, but that's. <laughs> Hashtag dream work. Uh, Dave, <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on this fight? Um, I think it's a fun matchup. Uh, I'm a pretty big fan of uh, Yaroslav Amosov. He's undefeated, uh, 27 0. Um, he used to kind of remind me of like a Bellator. I thought he was like a Bellator Colby or an Usman, but maybe like 90% of them, which I might have been off. But also, he's proven he's a lot much more than kind of like a clinch, hold against the fence, uh, beat on you. Like tried takedowns. Like he's really developed his striking a lot. Uh, he looked really good against Logan Storley when he came back from the war. Uh, their first matchup was actually really close. In the second fight, he just kind of like, it, I mean, it wasn't close. He just beat on him. Uh, and Logan's a very good wrestler, and his anti wrestling is very good. His offensive wrestling is good. Uh, so I'm kind of just excited to see him fight. I expect him to win. Like some people say, it's 27 and 0. It's not that impressive. But he does have some solid wins on there. Uh, the guy he's fighting, Jason, the ass-kicking machine, is coming off hell of a run himself. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's, like, uh, that good. But, I mean, he beat Jordan Mean, Benson Henderson, Neiman Gracie, Paul Daly, Douglas Lima. So, I mean, he's pretty legit. Um, you know, I'm kind of expecting uh, Yaroslav to win all the rounds and probably get a decision. Uh, but it's a fun fight. Looking forward to it. Just happy to see uh, Yaroslav back in action. He's like, I might be overlooking or overselling his record, but he almost feels like a generational welterweight at this point to me. Hmm. Austin, do you have any thoughts? Oh, outside of um, Khabib and. Um... Was there another fighter that anybody else can remember that has over 25 fights undefeated? In MMA? Currently, yes. Is the other Orange? guy, the suspended guy, undefeated? Usman? Yeah. He's undefeated, but I don't think his record is anywhere. He's over 20. I think his is like 18. Yeah, he's really young. Oh, yeah, 18. You're right. Okay, so other than him, the longest active, current undefeated winning streak or just career is now Yaroslav Amosov. Hmm. If he wins, off the top of our heads. Yes, yes, off the top of our heads. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, asterisk there. Yes, if he wins, he's one step closer to tying the uh, former record of. Um, or the Khabib. record that Khabib had. He's one step closer. Not tying it, but he's... Yeah, it. he'll be close. I mean, this is their last event. After this, it's... He could definitely go to PFL and extend that winning streak, absolutely. There's mm -hmm. only maybe two or three fighters he has to worry about. And even then, it might be better for him to go to PFL and possibly get a, you know into that tournament for the uh, million dollars or find their pay-per-view, however that works, because I don't know if he's going to be a star inside of the UFC, but the record definitely helps. He's 
he's no slouch in his record, even if there are some cans. It's it's just hard mm-hmm. in general to go undefeated and still be a champion and then still fight fighters who are on runs as in Jake, Jason Jackson. Like, that dude's a killer. He's no slouch. He's, I don't know if he's a real deal, but, I mean, you don't just get the resume he has and not be a, an actual killer. Um, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm definitely interested in the fight. I'm more interested to see what happens with Yaroslav Amosov should he win. But, you know, if Jason Jackson beats him, I'm also interested because that guy's been, you know, chugging along for a while. I mean, if I remember correctly, he's been with Bellator in the last few years. I don't think he's started in Bellator. That correct? Um, he, am I wrong on that? Yeah, he joined Bellator in 2019, and before yeah. that, he was in like LFA. Actually, he was in. He had one fight in Bellator before that Dana White Contender Series in 2017. Various fight promotions since 2012. Okay, so he's been around the block. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's experienced. He's not a rookie. He's not a prospect, but he's a vet at this point. Um, get, good for him to get an title shot. I don't, I don't foresee him winning. He mm-hmm. seems kind of limited, but he's also very dangerous. Yaroslav is kind of like a complete package now. Like Dave said, Yaroslav started off as more of a wrestler who can clinch similar to Colby, but the problem was his, his hands weren't anywhere near where they should be. Now they seem to be almost overnight since his return from defending his homeland. Um, The Ukrainian has pretty much put together this offensive game plan that seems to benefit him. Hey, I'm all here for it. Interrupt. One thing I'd like to point out is I think he's done an ATT with like Mike Brown. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, he might train with the middleweight champ a lot. Also, Johnny Uh, Eblen. He's not the only... He's not the only Ukrainian, right, that's training there? If I'm not no, I don't think so. But yeah, okay. so like they're doing big things. To, like, okay, you know, good. The guys, but yeah. He's doing good. pretty good. That, that's definitely the thing he needs to do, especially at this point in his career. You know, so I'll point out, uh, like 27-0 is the second best undefeated record right now. Third place is oh. 21-0 for some PFL guy. It's so. the... Second best active or like uh, second best ever? active. Second oh, okay. best. Wait, so well, someone has twenty nine and they have. Oh, okay. The list I saw had Khabib at one at twenty nine and Yaroslav at twenty seven. Hmm. Okay. Who's twenty one? Who is it? Some guy in PFL, some featherweight or something. Okay. Hmm. Um. Did... Uh, oh yeah, that's the featherweight I had on my ranking. Oh okay. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I think I was looking at his. Anyways, this is a. <laughs> this is a side tangent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Were were you were you? I, I forget what you were just saying, Austin. Did you have more more points to conclude? Oh, no, no, that was pretty much it. Uh, I I've limited. Uh, experience with watching Yaroslav Amosov fight. I've actually probably seen yeah. Jason Jackson fight more than I have seen Yaroslav Amosov. Um, I think too, that's because, think. yeah. Um, but 
I I've seen his Logan story fight, uh, both of them. And, um, honestly, this is, this is par for the course of Bellator where they have these guys who just are great. Nobody watches them because it's Bellator. They don't promote (laughs) very well, (laughs) but you know, this is going to be a, a hell of a card. I think if the UFC had a great card last weekend, I'm hoping Bellator has a great send off, but uh, We'll we'll get into the rest of the card and see if that's even the case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just had one other thing that I wanted to, I guess, object about, which is I don't necessarily think Jason Jackson is that good. Um, he, he beat Benson Henderson, but uh, Benson Henderson is a 155er, and Benson Henderson had just been KO'd by Michael Chandler three months prior and then he kind of it kind of seemed like one of those things where they were feeding feeding a veteran to Jason Jackson for his record so I don't think very strongly of him beating a smaller recently KO'd Benson Henderson and also his him beating Douglas Lima uh that might be good but I don't know Lima definitely seems like he's on a downslide he that was like the fourth loss in a row. Uh, maybe Lima was it's just you know exploiting weaknesses that Lima has always had. But I'm not like convinced that Jason Jackson is that great of a fighter. Basically, uh, and I kind of think Yaroslav Amasov will win. But I'm like interested to find out because yeah, I haven't seen as many of his fights either. But I'd like to know kind of how good he actually is kind of thing. But yeah, I think that was all I had on that fight. Um, The next fight, or not the next fight, we're going, <laughs> I guess I'm going down the list, but the co-main is uh, Sergio Pettis versus Hachi Mix. And I didn't look at this ahead of time, but... I guess Patchy Mix is the interim champ, and Pettis is the champ. I forget if Pettis got injured or something. No, um, um, he had um, he had withdrawn because he was injured, and then they had the tournament run anyway. Patchy Mix won the tournament. Oh, okay. And Sergio fought. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Horiguchi. Oh, was that his most recent fight? I guess I'll find no, out. No, Sergio. For, Sergio. Oh, Patricio. Uh, Patricio. Yeah. At one thirty-five. No, but wasn't that wasn't that one of the cases where he it was the start of the tournament? Yeah. Him and I, Kyoji. No, uh, no, Kyoji fought. Uh, Kyoji lost in the first round of the tournament. I think. Oh, that was to Patchy Mix. Yeah, like I think. Um, oh no, that was a separate title fight. I'm thinking, no, that was a separate title fight. Yeah, That's what it yeah. Was. They've okay, made it makes, super, yeah. <laughs> super confusing because they're like they have tournaments and they have championships, and then they're like doing Risen versus Bellatar, Bellator, Bellator cards. To- <laughs> Bellator. <laughs> I, I think the actual timeline is uh, Pettis. Uh, like Horiguchi was the champ. Pettis fought him was losing and then uh, won at the last second and won the title. 
right? He got he won the mm, battle He no okay. This is yeah. Bellator is confusing because Sergio was holding the title who he had won off of Juan Archuleta, but I think Horiguchi oh, right. was kind of like the uncrowned champion of Bellator, even though he's in Risen. I forget how that happened. Uh, he beat the former champion. Uh, uh, oh, God damn it. What's his name? Darian Caldwell? Darian Caldwell. Yeah, Darian yeah. Caldwell. Okay. He beat him twice. He beat him in Risen, and then he beat him in Bellator. Okay. Yeah, so he won the championship, but then, like, was in Risen, so they they just made a new champion of Bellator, I guess. So, which was Patchy Mix versus Juan Archuleta, and then Juan Archuleta beats Patchy Mix, then loses it to um, Pettis. Sergio Pettis, and then Pettis defends it against Hiroshi Horiguchi, yeah. who which, then get, uh, gets injured. Tournament. Well, no, then he get then he, then he gets injured, and then can't compete in the tournament. Which Horiguchi ends up going into, Patchy Mix goes into, Juan Archuleta goes into, um, so on and so forth. Patchy Mix makes it to the final against Rofian Stotts and defeats Stotts. Yeah. In the first and in the round. meantime, Pettis fought uh, Patchy or Patricky, Patricio, Patricio. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I hate this. This is so fucking. <laughs> yeah. So their their division, their Bellator championship was like. As messed up as the light heavyweight UFC division was, or maybe even is. <laughs> That's the but, sad yeah. thing is that it was more at a spite with the heavy and light heavyweights than anything. This yeah. is more like this. They chose to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so at least like the champ is finding the interim champ. So it's actually like a good fight for like making the belt feel united again. It's also like good that Horiguchi lost. So that the <laughs> the true Bellator champ wasn't in Risen. So, yeah. Uh, I, have a I hate to interrupt. Is the winner of this fight the best 135-pounder on the planet? He's got a claim to it. Yeah. I think he could be. It's, I think uh, it's a 50-50 shot, right? Yeah. Between... I... Um... This uh, champion and the UFC featherweight champion, it's like, honestly, you could go, you could say 1A, 1B. Yeah, um, I guess I haven't thought about it closely enough, but I think, um, yeah, that's really hard to say. Everyone in Bantamweight is so good, it's hard to say. Yeah. They so already true. both might be ahead of the UFC guys in my Bantamweight rankings. Would you have put him ahead of Aljo at the time? I put a lot of people ahead of Aljo. Really? Yeah, I think I might have like six bantam weights ahead of. Actually, it might not have been that many, but I put a lot. No, of people not ahead. not now. Before I think I forgot about Aljo when I did my rankings. Actually, <laughs> well, because I was thinking since Marab isn't going to fight Aljo and just like looking at Marab's record, I think it's very possible that Marab is just straight up better than Aljo. So I ranked Marab ahead of Aljo. And... You see, Aljo called for a fight with Max Holloway now. Yeah, that's stupid. 
Don't think he's even going to do maybe it. Maybe 145. Maybe 145 and out of the division, hopefully. I think I'd like yeah, no, it. Let him, let him have it. Let him have it. Yeah. If it gets him out of the division, it gets him to a different fight because he wants to fight for the title. And he can't do that at 135. Let him fight. Let him fight Max. Let him fight Max. He's a former champion. He defended the title three times. Right? Was it three times? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Yeah, so he defended the title three times. Defended it against Yon, defended it against Henry, and defended it against Dillashaw, which honestly yeah. should not have counted. Quote defenses. That's... Well, he defended I guess the... it. Yeah, I guess, I guess the Henry and the Peter Yawn defense were good. I hated the fact that they made they still had TJ fight, and they're like, "Oh, what, what? He's still tough." We're getting <laughs> different tangent. Different tangent. Well, let's move on from this. Yeah, Jesus yeah. This is, anyways. Belt. Basically, <laughs> the summary of all this is that uh, bantamweight fighters are really good, and it's very interesting to talk about them. Uh, I, I'll be picking Pettis, but I could, it's like so hard to say who would, would win between Pettis and Patchy Mix. Cause I feel like if I was being smart, I might pick Patchy Mix, but I feel like based on records and doing MMA math, I want to pick Sergio Pettis. And also I think it is amusing if Sergio Pettis is the best bantamweight in the world. So I'm also picking him just because it's funny to pick him, I guess. <laughs> Not because I believe in him, but because it's hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm questioning your MMA maths. Oh my god. It well, it will be it would be a very complicated tangent. Um like Patchy's got he's actually one. He's got some really solid ones, like the MAGA. Okay, yeah. Maga Actually, Mad, you're Maga right, Mad you're Alvin. right. Yeah, Patchy Mix, I think you're right. He has really good MMA math behind him. Yeah. I think I might be... he's some... like five inches taller, too. Like, Pettis is like, mm. I don't know, man. I think he might be... Almost he's the size of Demetrius size. Johnson, I think. Like, he's about like his Pettis size. Doesn't... Pettis doesn't normally do good against uh, bigger guys. You know yep. what this fight reminds me of? It reminds me yeah. of DJ versus uh, Adriano Morris. Oh, no, it, which one? In general, uh, it, or in general, A because of height, B because mm. Adriano was a taller, lankier. He, I think he was a striker, but he's more adapted as a grappler. Am I not? If I'm not mistaken. Oh, he's more right, tall. Okay, yeah. Five. Yeah, that makes sense why he was always looking for the clinch. I can't remember what he started as, but that's kind of how I feel. Patchy, mm-hmm. Patchy's not a striker. He's a guy that grapples more often than not, almost like a Damian Maya of sorts. Like he has to, his his hands weren't so much the thing that he used. He always just kind of went immediately for the grappling game. But his recent fights have shown that he's kind of willing to stand, and even then, it's like he's not afraid of standing, which is great. Uh, Sergio is a classic um you know taekwondo fighter you know knows how to throw strikes and throw them well but um he's not too much of a grappler he's not the best defensive grappler at that and then even then like if you stay standing with him you're at a disadvantage because he's been doing stand-up for a while 
he knows how mm. to kind of manage his time, especially when he's and fighting he's someone really his size. Stand up. That's yeah. That's the other thing is that as of his last fight too, his stand up improved. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. take much. Um, it, it just reminds me a lot of that EJ Moraes fight, and um, I'm kind of interested to see if Pettis can pull it off. I'm going to be rooting for Pettis, but I'm definitely pitching Patrick Mix. Mm. <laughs> okay. no, I'm sorry. He's the, yeah. he's the more dangerous of the two as of right now. Who is? Patchy Mix. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking, yeah, I'm picking Patchy, but I'm rooting for Sergio. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that he wins, but I, I can't, I can't put faith in it. What do you think, Dave? Uh, I gotta go with Patchy. Um, mostly because of, well, he's a really good striker too. Uh, and his size is just like, you know, he's like a true Bantamweight, where Pettis is still like, I mean, he's bigger, but, you know, he's an old flyweight coming up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I think it's going to be similar. Like, Patchy Mix presents a lot of different threats than Rob Font, but, like, size-wise and, like, reach-wise, I think they might be kind of similar. And, like, Pettis had such a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. And I think it might be similar. And I think Patchy's dangerous enough, dangerous enough where it's like... Is Patchy like a strong boxer like Rob Font? No, I think he's more no. Muay Thai, but he's got no. power. He's got good knees. He's got decent leg kicks, and he's. Uh, mm-hmm. What are you What are you talking about, Austin? He's got like a no. I wasn't disagreeing. He's got like more of a not a traditional striking sense. He's more wild, but it, you would call it more unorthodox striking. Like his basic jab is there. He's got a straight right, one, two, maybe a hook, low kicks, knees, elbows. He's got all the stuff that you could do for striking. He has no traditional method to get the striking out there. He's not like um mm. born and raised in Taekwondo like Sergio Pettis. Okay. He claims uh wrestling in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu style, I guess. Oh no, that's that's grappling though, but like his uh yeah. his striking is not traditional. But his uh, grappling is 100% like jujitsu first, then with uh, wrestling. Kind of like how David Maya learned to adapt wrestling into his jujitsu. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what Patchy Mix likes to do. And I, I, that's, uh, that's hard to do in this division. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is Patchy a southpaw or is this fake Wikipedia facts? I think he's a southpaw. I can't remember. Okay. Do you think that will affect Pettis? Does Pettis um, fight out of two stances the same as his brother? Or is I think he... he can switch. I think he can switch. Um... Okay. All right. Well, shall we move on to the next fight? Yeah. Um... Okay, I'm... <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> I haven't looked at this card enough because I was just thinking about Ra- Rafi, I don't know how to say his name. Rafion Stotts. Rafion Stotts. Yeah. Rafion Stotts. Okay, Rafion Stotts versus Danny Sabatello, which is a rematch. Which I think, I think it's like a very. Is it an immediate rematch? They fought pretty recently. I know that. And Rafion Stotts. Uh, it's not an immediate rematch. Um, oh, because Rafion just lost to Patchy Mix. Yeah. Right. But uh, it's a pretty. Quick, I think they fought in the tournament. Like it's a pretty quick rematch. Maybe one okay. fight. Okay. You know? 
Oh yeah, it was the Grand Prix finale. And that's how Rafion became the interim champ. Oh, okay. Um Yeah. There there there's like a rivalry between them. And yeah. I in the first fight, I I mean, I remember thinking just like based on feeling that Damni Sabatella won, but then once I thought about it and how scoring works, then Rafion definitely won because he just did damage and Sabatello did nothing. So I like kind of could see that happening again, but it also seems like Sabatello could just like decide to throw some <laughs> strikes and then win, you know? What what do you guys think? Day Dave? <laughs> I think they're fight. I, I I agree with what you said about their fight, and I might have scored it the same way where I thought maybe Sabatella won it, but then upon review, it was definitely Rafion. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot more competitive than I thought it would be. Like, yeah. the stats had looked like this hyper prospect up until then. Like, I mean, he looked like a killer, and mm-hmm. uh, Sabatella is just kind of like this dork that's doing all this funny shit. And, uh, yeah. He's getting these grindy decisions and shit. He he's like just came out of nowhere. It's like an alternate. And uh you know, everyone expected uh Stotts to kind of murder him. And uh you know, Sabatello was competitive. He didn't really do much damage, but uh I mean he did some stuff, so mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what to expect. I think uh this fight will probably go differently, but Stotts should still be favored to win. He is getting up there in age of thirty four. That way, class. Um, I don't know. I'd probably still lean Stotts. I think he's overall much more skilled. I don't know if like Sabatello gets in his head or something, and that's why he doesn't seem to fight to his full potential. But mm. I'm not sure. I predict Stotts should win, but I'm kind of rooting for Danny just because he's such a dork. And, oh, and he's, he'll be fighting in his hometown, so maybe I'll have the crowd behind him. <laughs> I really like. Um... Stotts and his like perfectly manicured beard. I think he looks cool. I'm cheering for him. He's an MK guy. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. He is the bomber. Yeah. What What do you think, Austin? Um. Wait. Did we already talk about Patricky Ferry and Alexander Shabley? I I blanked out. I don't know. I saw, I didn't hear anything. (laughs) (laughs) No, we have not got to that fight. We are on Rafion Stotts versus, sorry, I maybe went on too long of a tangent. Rafion Stotts versus Danny Sabatello. Okay, so this is going to be maybe just as boring, except Sabatello (laughs) is probably going to get into Stotts' fear about getting knocked out by Apache Mix. And that's going to play into this fight because Sabatilla likes to get into people's, you know, headspace similar to Chael Sonnen, Colby mm-hmm. Covington, so on and so forth. If I can't strike and I can wrestle, I'm going to get in your head and that's going to give me the edge because you don't know how to combat that. Therefore, I can use my boring style against you because mm-hmm. you want to try to knock me out. Stas is going to try to knock him out and not concentrate on wrestling because he's trying to get one back. Yeah. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be what it is, and it's gonna be just as boring as the first one. <laughs> that's it. 
And I'm yeah. thinking Sabatello probably wins because he's got the mental edge currently. In his last fight, uh, didn't he lose other than to Stotts? Didn't he just lost to somebody else? Didn't he? Dave, um, what is it? Sabatello. Sabatello. Yeah, oh, Magomed Magomedov. Yeah. Sorry. So he's gonna have to. He's gonna double down on his wrestling because he doesn't have any. Else. It's not like he picked up striking in the last mm-hmm. three weeks. <laughs> so. It's going to be Sabatillo with the wrestling because Dots is going to try to knock him out. It's going to work against Sabatillo in the beginning, but the longer the fight goes, the longer Sabatillo is going to push, put the pressure on him and just get his consistently stick to that wrestling game. Dots is going to tire because he's going to knock him out. Going to. And he's going to lose. This yeah. is my call. I, but I am rooting I, for Stotts. I am rooting for Stotts. Yeah. That's, I feel like I kind of agree with you, and I'm like, damn it, Danny Sabatello's totally going to win. <laughs> but I'm going to pick Stotts, and I want him to win. <laughs> Don't do it, Danny. Don't do it. <laughs> um, the fight before that <laughs> will be... AJ McKee versus Sydney Outlaw at lightweight. Um, yeah, because AJ McKee was a featherweight, and then when he couldn't become champ, he moved up to, or he was a featherweight, he moved up to lightweight. So now he's doing the lightweight thing. What do you guys think, Austin? <sighs> so AJ McKee lost a split decision to uh, Patricky Frary after rematching him and not going to free agency when he could have. Patricio. 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 Yeah, you said Patricio. Okay. Patricio being the... Smaller featherweight champion. Yes. Former champion. He fought the better one. Yes. Yeah, the better one. Exactly. Instead of testing free agency when he first won, uh, he resigned. Yeah. He then <gasps> lost the rematch. And then Ooh. once he couldn't get the immediate rematch after that, decided to move up to lightweight because I think at the time, Patricky was still considered the lightweight champion. Was he Probably. not? Probably. Patricia, I'm sorry. shenanigans. Or, or I think Patricky... Patricio gave up the belt, and his brother yes, for it. Or that was yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And then fought once at lightweight, then entered the Grand Prix, and now this is where we are. Yeah, mm-hmm. or he fought Spike Carlisle and Roberto De Souza and beat both of them. Yeah, which is like fine. At least Spike Carlisle. Spike Carlisle's sneaky good. Yeah, that's like a fine win. I'm not no, not like an amazing, like, but no, yeah, he's more like that caveman you, you can't just put away. Either. Yeah, Alpha Ginger. <laughs> Alpha <Yep>. Ginger. <laughs> that's his nickname. Yeah, he's, he's the guy who walked away mid-fight because he thought the run was over and nearly got knocked out because of it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, not oh, and Satoshi, he's a decent fighter. Satoshi. Oh, Roberto D'Souza, who has is confusing with his many names. Yeah. Roberto yeah. Satoshi D'Souza. Yes. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought that was a no-name person until you said that. So that, that actually is a good one, you're right. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he's only lost recently to uh, AJ McKee and uh, Patricio. Mm, Patricky by leg kick. I didn't watch that fight, so maybe that's a bonus point for Patricky in my eyes, because I don't think he's good, but maybe... Maybe he's better than I think he is. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I didn't give my pick. I didn't yeah. give my fun. Yeah. We went far on a tangent. But no. Um, <laughs> Sydney Outlaw is that prospect that hasn't produced like he was supposed to. He was this uh, young gun who came in, got knocked out by Michael. Came in again and uh, is underperformed, I would say. Um, also got, knocked, got knocked out but, by Michael Chandler. I feel like you you cut out that, or maybe oh. I'm deaf. I don't. I just no, wanted to repeat probably. it in case yeah, it wasn't caught. Yeah, he got knocked out by Michael. Uh, yeah, he's also he's also tested positive, which it felt like, if I'm not mistaken, the way he got caught, it was like three different substances. Like you had to go mm-hmm. out of your way to get those mm-hmm. substances, and it's like. Oh, so it's like couldn't have been an accident, basically. Yeah. Okay. Which is like outlaw. Yeah, because he's trying to be out an outlaw. That's his (laughs) name. But um, because then he had that situation, and um, Dave, what was his last fight? I think if I'm not mistaken, it was supposed to be Islam Mamadov. Yes. Yeah. In August, he won. Three round decision, mm-hmm. unanimous. So now he's here. This is kind of a redemptive angle. If he beats AJ McKee, pretty much he's back to being the uh, prospect that we should have been seeing. But if if he's it's not going to be AJ McKee, unless AJ McKee's I, really falling off. I yeah, that's going to be the thing. AJ mm-hmm. McKee. Has to show up in poor form. Like the best version of Sydney Outlaw has to show up, and the worst version of AJ McKee has to show up in order for yeah. AJ to have a chance. And I yeah. just don't see that happen. Of course, yeah. this is the last fight of the Bellator era. Who knows what's next? Maybe uh, Sydney Outlaw is going to really be an outlaw and just go for it with the PEDs. Like, fuck it. <laughs> There's you no could go tomorrow to one. some of these guys, you know. You could go to one and do that. You can also go to Risen and KSW and do that. Or speculation. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not speculation. I think you can do that in Bellator if you're careful. The, yeah. I, mean, I think you can do it in the UFC if you're careful. Yeah. God, let's not start this conversation. <laughs> I did. I wanted one thing you said made me realize. I For some reason, I was just like under underplaying how good AJ McKee is because I was just looking. I was like, well, Spike Carlisle, but I, he's like beat Patricio Pitbull. Like, he's a good fighter. I just wanted to, <laughs> I wanted yeah. to point that out because I was making it sound like, well, who is this AJ McKee <laughs> was, guy? Yeah. He was <laughs> yeah, undefeated. Was quite the, upset. the first time he fought uh, Patricio Pitbull, he like just had yeah. kicked him and did some shit like... Well, that was supposed to be his coming home party, was it not? His coming home party? Because he had started his career in Bellator and stayed in Bellator throughout his 
entire so career to this home. point. Oh yeah. But it's <laughs> like the crowning. It was supposed to be a crowning of an achievement. He had beaten it, which nobody. I, I, I think it would have been a crowning moment. Well, it was a crowning moment. I'm not sure if it was supposed to be a crowning moment. I don't know what the odds were for that. <laughs> I maybe I may be thinking about their rematch. Yeah, maybe. I, maybe I maybe think about the rematch. Because did you say it, that he for their rematch he like re-signed with Bellator? He could have like yes. gone off into the sunset after he won in their first fight. Yep. And then the second fight was supposed to be like this whole thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Dave, did you have more thoughts about this fight? Um. Not really. Okay. Uh, you saw this. I think I lost track of. AJ McKay is very talented, and uh, you know he's nineteen and one, and I agree with uh, everything that you guys said. <laughs> I, like I don't have anything new. Okay. You guys covered everything I would have said. Okay. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. Um, and then. The last fight on the main card, which is the first fight on the main card, um, Patricky Pitbull versus Alexander Shab- Shabli. Shabli. Shabli, thank you. He's, oh, he's Russian. Okay. Um, oh, this is the uh, lightweight Grand Prix semifinals. What do you guys think about this fight? Oh, Jesus. I think this is a squash match. Uh, I mean, it's not really a squash match because if it's, you know, the tournament, mm-hmm. then, you know, that's the way that the it uh, worked out. But, like, yeah. this is lesser pit bull. Like, yeah. You know, he beat Roberto Satoshi or whatever, but, you know, he's not that great. Um, a lot of wins and losses recently. And uh, I think uh, Shabley is like a straight up killer. Like, he's mm-hmm. one, two, eight fight winning streak. Uh, only lost before that was a split decision, then another seven fight win streak. Like, this guy might be the real deal, or at least a uh, very talented overall MMA fighter. And that's enough to beat a lesser pit bull at this point in their careers. I'm fairly sure. Yeah. Uh, I also assumed that Shabili would Shabli Shabli would beat Patriki because I think Patriki is pretty bad. Um, <laughs> those are my main thoughts because I don't I don't think I've I might not have watched Shabli fight ever or if I have I don't remember it. Um, what do you think, Austin? Uh, it's a coin flip. Really? Uh, I mean, like, uh, as far as either the Patricky who comes in and just, you know, throws hams. This is the this is the bad pit bull for the record. Oh no, the no, no, bad no. brother. The this is the one that just throws hands and yeah. either gets knocked out or just loses <laughs> if he doesn't show up. That's that's it. There's no. Uh, it's uh, Shabli's fight to lose. Uh, yeah. By coin flip, I mean like, well, it just depends on which Shab, uh, which uh, version of Patricky uh, shows up. 
either it's going to be a tough fight, you know, boring decision or, you know, very competitive decision, or it's going to be a very hard nose, tough fight in which, you know, Patricky kind of throws everything and seek at him and, you know, we'll see how that works out, but I doubt that's the case. So I'm still leaning Shabley. Shabley should just show up and do Shabley things because he's better mm-hmm. in pretty much every aspect. And um, there's not much else to say except uh, if Patricky <laughs> wins, throws everything for a loop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except this won't mean anything. So there it is. Yeah. The semifinal to the final that will never be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's morbid. And typical of Bellator. Another <laughs> tournament that never finished. So sad. I'll be sad that if Bellator is gone. It's okay, Lem. You will see them compete inside of PFL. No, I don't want to see them in PFL. <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Because nobody watched them on Bellator, so... A slightly better audience, I'm <laughs> No, I think, think the of... word on the street is like they're going to, um, whoever buys them is going to try to continue business as usual under the Bellator brand for at least another year or something. Like, yeah. they're already planning on rebooking uh, Usman versus uh, Brent Primus. Like, mm-hmm. I but think why? that's kind of the plan. I'm not even sure who's buying them. Like, I don't think we've got any final details or anything confirmed, but. I mean, it's they going are to PFL. To continue. It's going to PFL. PFL is the one that has hundred million dollars well, invested even, into if it. PFL buys them. I think they will continue under the Bellator brand for at least. Oh no, no, yeah, year. yeah, no. That that makes sense because you can't just integrate all those contracts in. You want to kind of just flush it out a little bit, like how they did with um, Strikeforce when the, the UFC bought them. They had at least one more. At least one oh, or two more okay. shows. I know Pride had a, an event in the U.S. Uh, after the UFC bought them. Um, and then they quickly dissolved it because they realized the Yakuza were involved. So, <laughs> And then the uh, Strike Force was like, nah, they, they were like, nah, we're just going to dissolve it pretty much. <laughs> and then um, they did the same thing with WEC and Elite XE. And now here we are. Uh, so they'll probably do something like that. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. I like, I don't know. Bell or PFL has no elbows. Sergio Pettis couldn't have spinning elbowed. Well, he could have. He could have spinning elbowed uh, Horiguchi, but then he would have got DQ'd. That was a backfist. That was a backfist. Oh, it would have been legal. It would have been legal. It would have been legal. Okay. I think that's an elbow. Now, in my own scheme, if PFL does pick up Bellator, eventually they will merge into one and they will get rid of, they will fight under like actual rules and not whatever nonsense they're doing. I think that's the, I think that's what they're trying to do. PFL will merge into one? Like, I think eventually they'll merge, like Bellator will disappear. They'll have a lot more Mm -hmm. on the roster. They'll have more weight classes and they'll get rid of the nonsense rules. I think that's going to be. I think that's the case because right now they don't have the roster uh, or the oh. names. Oh, well, you're saying so, PFL will buy Bellator, but then they will become Bellator and no, they will stay PFL. No, no. but they'll yeah. take Bellator's rules and keep the PFL name. Not necessarily. Well, they might. They might get rid of the tournament format 
And if they get yes. rid of the tournament format, yeah. that's like the only reason they don't allow elbows. Yeah. Because oh. the fights are shorter, shorter term. It's like cuts. They're closer. To heal. They're closer. Okay. Yeah, they're closer in uh, hmm. time. In, in, yeah. uh, they're supposed so to be it, like three fights in a year or four or five fights in a year. Okay. So it could be good in the end if it works out to Dave's master plan. Mm-hmm. Well, they've already talked MMA. about it. They they've already talked about it. Oh. They're they're gonna have a pay per view division specifically for named fighters. Oh. Well, that's PFL. That doesn't that doesn't have anything to do with the Bellator guys right now. I don't think. No, no. Like eventually, but I think they're trying the to transition to a more traditional version of. Yeah, like Pettis is only a super fight guy now. Like Pettis is only gonna fight on the pay per views. I think Kayla Harris's paper. He did just beat Roy Jones Jr. Oh, so, uh, Anthony Pettis. Okay. Yeah. Um, like Anthony is still signed with the PFL, but yeah, you just I think you said Pettis, and since we were talking about Sergio, I was confused for a second. Yeah. Um. But a lot of a lot of dominoes still have to fall. Yeah. So. This could be good. Because if what Dave is predicting, or maybe he has insider knowledge, um, we can get rid of the stupid Bellator name. Because PFL is a is a reasonable name for a league. So we could get the goodness of Bellator under the PFL letters. Yeah. Legitimacy. <laughs> what you would be saying. Yeah. It just... Bellator is, I don't know, it's a stupid word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's a dumb word. But... Hey, I've gotten used to it. It was dumb at first. I, I, yeah. Like, I, mean, I think I always get now. You're probably they, right. Yeah, well, since they started in San Jose, or no, they, they were a California company. They started in California. Bellator did. Mm. I remember that. All right. They were always working in uh, California, I think, at They'd occasionally go to other counties and stuff like that, other states, but they were always, they were always in California more often than not. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, (laughs) the prelims probably has nothing worth discussing except Gilbert Melendez's wife, but he's fighting a can, (laughs) so that's fine, right? Yeah, I mean, there's. Did you have like like, one random fight you were interested in? Or two? Not whatever. really. Okay. I have a couple of random fighters I'm interested in, like this Ramazan, Kurma, Gamedov, uh, Islam, Kura- Abedov. Kuramamogedov. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, that's Islam. It. Yeah, I thought I'd heard of Islam Mamadov. Yeah, like he's a good fighter. He's okay. 22 and 3. Like, I'm not excited about these fights at all, but I'm kind of interested mm-hmm. in these fighters. Like, I think they might. Put on some dominating performances that could be interesting to watch, but certainly okay. nothing to like be nothing. all excited about. Okay. Uh Carrie Melinda's fight will be a disaster. Maybe a beautiful <laughs> disaster. Will she beat up a can or is she terrible so it'll be a disaster? I don't know. She's, she's gonna beat up a can. Okay. Um, Denise Kilholtz is kind of a fun fighter and a lot of guys uh stand for uh, but uh, this uh, girl that she's fighting is undefeated, and she might actually oh, be set okay. up to uh, win this fight. Actually, okay. Is Tamir Kiz- 
Tamir Kizraev a person? Or am I just like confusing him with another? Oh, I'm probably thinking of that other Timur guy. He is David not Timur Valiev. Timur Valiev. No, not David Tamer. Okay, well, Timur Kizraev is 13 and 0, but that could mean that could mean nothing. But anyways, I f- I thought I've heard of him before, but maybe not. Um, anything else on the Bellator card? <laughs> Not really. Let's. <laughs> that taps. You're annoying, Chatrid. He's like freaking out at that music. It sounded like the thing they play on Remembrance Day for us. <laughs> kind of like taps that they play at the funerals and shit. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going for. Or maybe that's the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. <sighs> all but right. No, that's all I got. That was it. Goodbye, okay. Bellator. Goodbye, See Bellator. <laughs> I, will, I will cry when it ends. They're gonna uh, they're gonna point to the camera and say, "This one was for you, Lem." That Scott Cooker <laughs> kneels down and just balls, takes a oh, shot of whiskey, and it just says, "Are this you guys was gonna watch you. it?" No. The Bellator. <laughs> I am yeah. this one. I don't know how because, um, because all third world countries such as Canada and I think Australia they <laughs> made. Canada they made Bellator world. be a pay per view, but it's actually it's weird if you look at who. Bellator is a pay-per-view for. It's actually like a bunch of third world countries plus Canada. I can't remember if Australia is too, but so I have to like pay $9 to watch Bellator now when it used to be free on YouTube. Yeah. Actually, this card would be worth $9. I'll do it. Yeah, it's like 80 bucks we pay for fucking UFC. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This is way better than like the past... Everything except last week's card. For the past, like, 12 cards, I'm pulling that number. This card is better than that, than all those UFC cards. Anyway. And you're not watching it, Austin. Oh, I'm probably going to be coming home from work by the time it's on. Maybe. Mm-hmm. What time is it? Uh, it starts at, like, oh, yeah, you'll be working. Ouch. And then by the time I get home, it'll be maybe the maybe the Ben event will be on in the co-main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, hell yeah, I'm excited for this card. All right, um, the UFC card, the amazing top shelf product, <laughs> so much better than Bellator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have. Brendan Allen versus Paul Craig, the card. Um, I guess we'll talk about that fight because I don't know what other. There's probably other fights that are interesting, but you gotta you gotta say it with the uh, the moxie of Scotsman, uh, Paul Craig. <laughs> I don't think I can do it without sounding stupid. It's fine. They all sound the same, anyways. <laughs> Um. Yeah, 
Brendan Allen versus Paul Craig. Uh, before I start rambling, Dave? Um, this is an interesting matchup. Uh, Paul Craig, I think he was like a not very good light heavyweight, mm-hmm. but he was good in certain positions. Like he's really dangerous on the ground. And uh, like, don't ever get near his guard. Like, yeah. Just don't do it. But in every other aspect, he's like pretty much kind of a mid to low level light heavyweight. I feel the same thing about him at middleweight, but he brings the same dangerous skills and the same threats. Um, I think Brandon Allen is probably complete. Not like a fairly complete fighter should uh, be able to avoid that stuff. But I mean, shit happens. Like uh, he beat Anklov and uh, Jamal Hill and shit. But. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm expecting a typical Paul Craig beatdown where he loses most of the fight, but this will be one of those instances where he doesn't come back because Brandon Allen is complete enough to not get caught. Mm, Okay. And maybe a little too athletic at 185 to be like, like Paul does this really neat thing where like, if you like get in his guard at all, he'll like grab your arm and like yank you down, wrap his legs around you in like quarter of a second. And, uh, I mean that seems to work really well for him. I just Brendan Allen will will do that or Paul Craig. Like I think I think uh, Brendan Allen will be able to escape something like that. Oh okay okay. But uh, hopefully Jeez. it's I, I'll be rooting for Paul Craig because he's fun. But I think he's like you know he was a uh, mid uh, light heavyweight. Same thing with uh, middleweight. What you think so? You think yeah. he's still mid? He's only had one oh, fight in yeah, yeah. middle like late. Striking is still like not good. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, did stri- you see his last fight? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible I missed it, so maybe I just saw the win and was like, oh, no, they're Frank, stare down. He's the greatest of all time at middleweight." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, their stare down alone was just worth watching because it was ridiculous. Is it? Yeah. yeah also, he better- I'm thinking he's getting a little too into the Braveheart makeup. Like it was really cool mm. to weigh in. But now he's like wearing it all of fight week. It's like, come oh. on, dude. Freedom. <laughs> it's losing. It's, uh, you know, you want to see it like once or twice on fight week. You don't want to see it during the press conferences and all Let him that. have it. Let, you want to, you want week? The, everyone wants, no, it everyone wants the, the fighters speed. to do more stupid shit. Let him do the stupid shit. Let him just let him have his thingy. Let him have his thingy. All right, it's Mike Perry's thing, actually. Well, I mean, Ooh. he he told him to do it, but it Mike Perry. Mike Perry. If Mike Perry came out in William Wallace paint, I'd actually be more of a fan of the man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah. Um. That's all I had on the fight, though. Okay. Austin, what do you think? Oh Jesus! Um, let's see. Well, the Scotsman—he's a—he's a, he's a little wiry. What I would call him. He seems to not know what to do unless he's on the ground, and even then, he'll uh, take a wallop or two before he grabs your wrist and then pulls you in into his gar and. Uh, 
he's looking at you, trying to figure out if he can pull in your limb and snap it in half before you can even figure out what to do to defend it. And then there's the uh, odd chance that he uh, decides to take some more uh, punishment before he finishes the fight. Um, however, Brendan Allen is the uh, type of lad that'll come in and give you a walloping as well. He's a, he's a tough kid, that one. Um, not much else to say here, except uh, I think Brendan Allen can uh, get it done. He'll beat the shit out of the Scotsman in no time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're right. I... Oh, God, I did that all in Scottish. <laughs> yeah, I was going to give you, like, maybe a 5 out of 10 on the accent, because I feel like it wasn't terrible, but it was uh, very distracting. And oh no, I, I I I didn't even mean to try to drown it out. I just realized I kept doing it and I kinda of was like, oh no, I'm not stopping. Well God damn it. <laughs> can, we, can we delete that? No. No. God no, please. No. Fucking fine. Dave. Remember, remember this. But no, um realistically. Paul Craig's that kind of dude who just he uh, is it just me? He just doesn't defend getting hit on the ground. Is that is that me? Well, Does he defend uh, getting hit in general? No, no but like on the, ground. on the ground. I saw him okay. getting better at head movement on the ground, but I uh, still get to the line. Yeah, okay. that's the thing. I just it it feels like he's absorbing way too much damage for the type yeah. of game that he has, and that's the thing that Brendan Allen does is. He he's not afraid to fucking throw, even if it's in his like bad positioning, or if it's um, Brendan's you know pressing the action gets clipped and like he did in his last fight, um, he he gets hurt, but then still lands and drops the other guy and is able to continue regardless if you know he's getting clipped. Adjusts, you know he's got a backup plan. He can grapple decently. He's not the best at it, but he can do it. Paul Craig is one-dimensional at best. And at worst, he's half a dimension of a fighter. <laughs> like, legitimately. I, I don't know what it is. Like, he's, he's quite the, he's, he looks like a fucking killer. But he just can't. He, he's worse than, than Damian Maia. Because at least Damian Maia can throw a goddamn jab. Would okay, okay, because I was just about to ask because I I feel like in the past I always thought of him as like a uh, Mackenzie Dern, but Mackenzie Dern also has a jab, so yeah, maybe he is uh, less. Well, Paul maybe Craig, he is worse than Mackenzie Dern. Well, that's the thing is like he has this weird thing where it's like he doesn't try to take get a takedown. He just he just goes to guard. Yeah. Well, he but, he will try. But him pulling guard is actually, he's had a lot of success with actually pulling guard. He's, because light heavyweight he was terrible. It's actually kind of effective. <laughs> because lightweight was terrible, Dave, and you know this. This is not the point. No. This is middleweight. <laughs> but isn't it also yeah. because he is not good at taking anyone down? So it's kind of like, yes, that's, that's all half he can of it. Because <laughs> well, he's, like Dave said, he's not an athlete. He struggled to take people down because they were usually bigger than him. Yeah. More often than not. Like, he's, he wasn't a big, heavy, light heavyweight. Mm -hmm. Like, there were light heavyweights that were bigger and heavier than him. 
he struggles a little bit to make weight at middleweight, but he says it doesn't suck, which is pretty much the same as Chris Weidman. So that he's essentially like bullshit. It's not like he says it. It he he didn't well, he struggle. Well, he might say it, but I mean, like he looks much thinner, much smaller. Oh uh, well, yeah, because it's called dieting, where he probably didn't do that to make light heavyweight. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like he. When you and I walk around and probably Lem, we probably don't have to cut weight if we're walking at an <laughs> ideal weight. Whereas this, he's probably having to actually put effort in cutting weight, which is something he probably he never had to do. to save his career. Yeah. He what? I think he's grasping at straws to try to save oh. his career. Yeah, that's 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 what it feels like. Because he, was, he wasn't succeeding at light heavyweight. One eighty five is a big cut for him. That's like Anthony Smith cutting back to one eighty five. Well, he he can actually put wins together. Don't like Anthony Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I think Paul Craig, uh, he's not like grasping at straws to save his career. Like he had, what was it like? He had a four... six fight win streak at one point. He yeah, or it was like a six fight unbeaten streak because one was a draw, and then he lost two in a row and went to middleweight. Like. That's like a good. That's good enough to like be in the UFC. He's trying. For a long he's time. trying something else. It's, he's trying. Something yeah. Else is what, yeah, it's more like he's to do, like maybe become champion. He he's trying that where it seemed like maybe he wasn't going to become champion. Maybe it's not going to work, but I think that's what he's attempting to do, probably by going to middleweight. No, yeah, that's fair. I'm still picking Brendan Allen. <laughs> Wish I could take back the Scotsman that I did. I probably have to pick Paul Craig because I'll be sad I'm so, if he I'm wins. Sorry. And I... <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you? Is this a pity pick? <laughs> no, it's not a pity pick. It's an I love Paul Craig pick. And that sounds like I'll a nice be... pity pick. <laughs> no, it's an I will not feel happy with myself if I don't believe in him enough to pick him. It's like when I picked Benil Dariush to beat, uh, was it Fazayev or Gamrot? I should know that. Gamrot. Yeah, Gamrot. You know, I just had to I believe in it. him. I just, it's just, <laughs> just, it feels weird. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Although Benil has a lot more wrestling than Paul Craig, so believe Benil is an actual fighter. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier to believe in him. <laughs> yes. This is true. This is, you know, it would be a fun one is him in Roman Delize, who's also not the best at striking, but just happens to just crash into people because he's a big man and they both look the same. <gasps> oh my God, they do. Much of a specimen for him. He would crush him. Probably, but it'd be fun to watch. The strength differential like... would be nuts. Wait, who's the strong one? Delize? Roman Delize. Okay. Eh, he'll probably do something stupid and get caught in Paul Crate's guard. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. If like... he if he could if he could get a win over Marvin Vittori, I struggled to see where he can beat him. <laughs> Marvin no, Vittori is probably like it's the, not. <laughs> he was the winning fourth that fight. best person in the division, and I'm ranking him ahead of Sean Strickland. Oh my God! If we do this rankings talk, are we gonna have this after this? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of things I need to say about what's happening he right He beat now. Jack Hermanson, Kevin Holland, 
Paulo Costa, Roman Delice, Andrew Sanchez. Those are all good wins. Yeah. I don't know who Andrew Sanchez is, but I agreed just in case. Yeah. He's the ultimate fighter guy. Um, was it the best? Still is it the best? I don't think he's with the company <laughs> anymore, but he was a middling, middling middleweight at best. Dude, you're just hating. I'm not. This is just truth. He's a decent middleweight. He's not even like he a middleweight. Middleweight. He's a decent middleweight. If, yeah, Marvin he lost Vittori to, he, is... he lost to Anthony Smith. I'm sorry. Wait, did he? Who lost to Anthony Smith? Andrew Sanchez. Oh. Oh. No. Oh, we were not. Were we not talking about Anthony? I thought we were talking about Marvin Sanchez? Vittori. I thought Dave oh, was. Oh no. Yeah, he's... we're not talking about he... Anthony Smith. Dave oh, was on your tangents. Honestly. Dave is memeing okay. about Andrew Sa- Sanchez. I don't believe that he believes he's. A good win. Although I don't actually know who he is. Alright, I'll accept it. El Durte. That's his nickname, apparently. Though you probably don't say it like that. Um, so, all that whole tangent explains why Paul Craig has a chance to beat Brendan Allen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did, did, did you get in all your points on Allen versus Craig, <laughs> everyone? I believe yeah. we did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's like, I can't, I feel like every other fight on this card, you may or may not be interested in. I have like three, actually four fights that I find mildly interesting. What? Are there any fights you guys particularly were interested in in on this card? Or do you need me to list yeah. some? Okay. I got one or two. I'm interested in the co-main event. Okay. This, uh, Jake Matthews is pretty decent. I think if he's having a good night. Oh, God damn it. You took it from me before I could say And it. just so you know, since... Since Dave picked it, you are not allowed to have an opinion on this fight. I know. That's why I'm mad. I'm just kidding. You are allowed to. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You said it like you wouldn't be allowed to have an opinion on it. I know. You're allowed to. That's much appreciated. (laughs) No, my opinion is valid. (laughs) Continue. Yeah, so I think it's a fun matchup. Uh, Jake Matthews is kind of talented when he's on. Um, this Michael Morales kid's on hell of a run. He's undefeated. Uh, looks like he might be the real deal. I don't remember that much about him fighting, but uh, I like his style. And so uh, should it be a good uh, a good test for him? A good test for both of them. See where they're at. He's the neck tattoo or a neck tattoo guy. Um, do you think Jake Matthews is good despite having lost to Matthew Semmelsberger? Or am yeah. I um, my uh, hater? Smells whatever his name is, Matthew. Um, yeah, he's like a hammer on the right night. Mm, okay. Yep. So like, getting through like, him. Um, like I'm not gonna say that. Uh, like Jake Spike Matthews, Carlisle. 
Yeah, like Spark no, Car- nothing, Car- nothing, nothing like Spark Carlisle. No. Like Nate the Train. Mm, try well, he's more like dangerous the, uh, enough to be like to win an MMA fight. Like Jeremy Stevens. Uh, yeah, actually, that's probably closer. Okay. So yeah. beating him is good enough, even if Semmelsberger loses sometimes. Because he'll because, Wells. Yeah, because yeah, he'll lose in stupid ways. Like, <laughs> what was it? Semmelsberger got wrestled to death by uh, Jeremiah Wells. Wait, really? Yeah. If Jeremiah Wells fight, is a kickboxer. Jeremiah Wells literally wrestled him every time he got <laughs> dropped. And then Semmelsberger could not stop the takedown. Therefore, the takedown would mean nothing. They had a was... whole conversation about it on the broadcast. I remember this. I don't know if you remember that one, Dave. Oh. Well, also, I said, like, you... it depends on which version of... There's, like, a couple of different Jake Matthews. Like, good Jake Matthews shows mm-hmm. up. Yeah, it's... Think, uh, like, Jake it's Matthews looked, looked mid. And then he came back and he had a really good win against uh, Andrea Fialho. Yeah. Um, in Australia, or no, I'm sorry, and in then Singapore. he lost was to uh, Semmelsberger. But uh, like, if Jake performs, he's uh, decent. If he's having an off night or he's not motivated, then he's kind of yeah. Uh, this one feels weird. I Mainly think they're because giving I feel like... Michael Morales a fight to win, like a winnable. That's fight. what it feels like, right? It's a name. Mm-hmm. It's technically a name. Jake Matthews is a name. But a former lightweight who grew into a welterweight. He's he's not a prospect anymore, but he's still that guy that hasn't shown up. Almost like Sydney Outlaw. Like he's he only had twenty nine, so he's I guess not time. a prospect, but Yeah. But Marco Morales he's like his last three wins, uh, Trevin Giles, Adam Fugit, and uh, Max Griffin. Max Griffin was the weird one for me because it felt like he could have done more to finish the fight or put the you know put more on to finish the fight, but he just kind of allowed Max Griffin to hang around a little bit more than he should have, which makes me think. Jake has a chance in this fight because mm. he, if he let Max hang around, Max is not easy to put away by any means. Mm-hmm. But he had, he had Max Griffin hurt, and he had Max Griffin like he, he was the better fighter. There was no doubt. He'll be the better fighter than Jake, um, because he's the younger, bigger, probably stronger fighter. He's just he's he's a little green, so. What happens to young fighters? Sometimes they get hit in the mouth and want to point. Um, oh, you're beating me at this. I need to beat you at that. The same thing you're beating me at. Or, you know, oh, I'm the better grappler. I'll show you. Or I'm the better boxer. I'll show you. If you hit me, I'm going to hit you right back, and I'm going to hit you harder. Jay can kind of play into that. He's been around the block at least enough to at least take advantage of that. That's what happens when you get young undefeated fighters who are facing veterans. Um, at some point, he faces the wrong veteran. I don't mm-hmm. think this is that fight, but I think some of that will show up in the fight. I'm still going to pick Morales, but 
I think uh, some uh, holes are uh, going to be shown in this game. Hmm. At least that's okay. one. I'm um. The, another fight. Um. I don't really have any thoughts on that fight. I kind of feel like I don't know enough about those fighters. But based on records, what you're saying all makes sense. Uh, the Chase Hooper versus Jordan Levitt fight is interesting <laughs> to me. I, I, even though it might be like a really stupid fight. I don't know. What do you, <laughs> do you guys have thought? Are you laughing? Because... Because <laughs> it's a yes. stupid fight. <laughs> yes. It feels like a dumb fight. It feels like, oh, even Jordan Levitt even said, he's like, well, if my wife is like supposed to give birth in four days. I'm probably not going to show up if she's giving birth. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Can't blame him. I mean, my... he is only, he's fighting the guy who's, who's only like a, you know, he looks like the kid that shows up at your house and asks to mow your lawn because he needs money to go to the dance. <laughs> and you're like, ah, you know what? Just go ahead and do it. I'll get 50 bucks. It's fine. <laughs> you sure? That seems like a lot of money, sir. Yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Here's Did a lot you... more. Here's the weed whacker. Finish your job. <laughs> Did you know he's 24? I didn't know it's been four years since he was the teenage dream. No, he's was just he, the dream. Was he? Was uh -huh. he uh, ever a dream? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I thought he was cool and looked like uh, Ben Askren. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Ben Askren's is, kid. I can. I can see it. <laughs> this is actually a fun fight between a couple of scrappy no, guys that are both yeah. still kind of young. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I had to really in Austin. I don't know where you're going with that. You would have kind of kept going forever. Um, I don't even know. I was Chase going, Hooper's really honest. wild. He's coming up from Featherweight. Uh, his striking looks like shit. I think it looked more effective in his last fight. Um, mm -hmm. I think Jordan should destroy him. Like mm -hmm. his only recent loss is to Patty. And the way that Patty beat him was just like brilliant. Like that was a hell of a move by Patty. I'll give him that. Uh, Jordan might kind of suck because Patty was able to do it to him, but mm -hmm. Jordan is also still a lot more complete than uh, Chase Hooper is, I think. And uh, he's very physical. You've seen his dance moves and shit. He's real athletic. <laughs> uh, he's got KO power, God, too. Like, this is going to be a bad night for Chase Hooper, I think. Ooh, okay. But I think it's going to be fun to watch. Chase Hooper might get beat up and run around and survive and like get a late win. Yeah. Somehow, like, that's all I got on it, though. Okay. Yeah, because my, like, first instinct was like, oh, God, Jordan Levitt is just gonna, like, murder Chase Hooper. But then, I don't know, like, I think Levitt losing to Patty Pimblett made me be like, wait a minute. Patty Pimblett is terrible. Um, <laughs> but, like, Chase Hooper... It was Hooper... very slick finish, though. It was, like, okay. There was no defense. Like, he hit him in a body triangle. Hey. But he had his yeah. arm stuck in with the bot with the leg, so he only had one he, arm. He, re so oh, he grappled. That's like, cool. grappled. Yeah, he grappled with okay. the bigger grappler and the stronger grappler. Okay. And that was because well, that was also in Patty's backyard, was it not? 
Um, yes. In yeah. London, so he England. played it. He played into the to the fight for Patty. I think that was yeah. the other half of it. Okay. But but see, I don't know. It's like because the thing that Chase Hooper is good at is Braz- like BJJ, right? Yeah. He's supposed and to be. <laughs> that's. Uh, yeah, I guess it's hard to say with like his level of competition. So that is true. But that made me think like, it's not like Jordan Lever- Levitt is some expert striker. And obviously Chase Hooper is pretty terrible at striking. I think you're right that he did show some improvement in his last fight. Um, But it's like he- Chase Hooper definitely it he's like like he's not gonna give up he's gonna go for it and i feel like it's possible that he just like he ends up in some like position like even if his striking sucks he could still end up in a position where he'd be able to out grapple jordan levitt which is that's like I don't know. Like the more I thought about it, I kind of was thinking that would happen just because Chase Hooper, I like it. Like you said, Dave, I think they're both really scrappy, but I think, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'll put it like that. I wouldn't be shocked if at the end of the fight, people are saying Chase Hooper should not be in the UFC. He should just <laughs> be on the regional level. Yeah. But they'll be raising his hand at the end still, like somehow. Like that happens a lot. Like he gets the win. Oh but yeah. Like, he should go back down and probably get some more experience. But yeah, that like is he, true. There's no quit in him, and uh, he's yeah, crappy. Is... Like I think, uh, you know, I think guys fights got good uh, defense, but you know, he just it's impossible to defend, or it's almost impossible to defend strikes and a rear naked choke with like one arm when your other arms. And I don't think he'll get caught in something like that again. Like, mm, okay. I don't know. I think he's skilled enough to defend most of the basic submissions. We'll see. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's actually like a fun fight to watch between a couple guys that are uh, not really good. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was kind yeah, of yeah. what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah, it'll be like two watching two cats fight in a bag. <laughs> that's what I see. That's literally yeah. what I foresee. Yeah. Just a bunch of pawing and just kind of just slappiness on the you know, with their hands, but yet they're just going to be rolling around like two fucking wild animals on the ground. Um, Dave, or wait, no, uh, Austin, because what's your? Did you have any other fight that caught your eye on the card? Yeah, so there was going to be one, and it was going to be um, Yerosmedich. Uh, okay. This is this new guy, because it Nick was Tybeck uh, Oral by Ulu. What a name! You did not get that correct, did you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was cl- it's close. The letters check out, but I don't know if I said them in the right way. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna I was just gonna keep referring to him as new guy. There's no way I was gonna try to pronounce it. <laughs> but um, now what was it? I'm trying to. Think reason why I'm going to pick... Do you remember what his uh, original opponent was? Um, Johnny Parsons. Okay. Yeah. I, I just... I remember Euros Medic being someone that everybody talked about, and I saw his last last fight, I believe. And, um... 
it, it wasn't that he looked super impressive. I just think he looked like that kind of a guy. You're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm, okay. Oh yeah, it was, it was Semmelsberger. Ah. Yep. Sense. There we the go. guy who I'm suspicious of. The guy we were just talking about. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. So I was just kind of, you know, he seems like that kind of dude who just like, oh yeah, I don't, you don't take him lightly. Yeah. And um, he either gets knocked out by this new pros, like uh, you know, prospect coming into the organization, and it'll be hilarious. Or he knocks out this prospect coming into the organization, and it will also be hilarious. <laughs> Because of the short notice of it. Yeah. Because this is what the UFC does. Yeah. I agree. Weird fight. Do you have any thoughts on it, Dave? Uh, not really. Uh, I don't know anything about this guy that's coming in. Uh, I think Medich is a uh, decent fighter, but nothing great. Uh, yeah. This could be an upset in the making. Uh, yeah, I can I see it. I think the last I looked at the lo- the odds, the like McTybeck oral by whatever, um, was the favorite, which I thought was interesting since it's short notice. Um, hmm. It's they're pretty close odds, but he is yeah. McTybeck, oh yeah, he's like a minus one forty, minus yeah. one forty eight. I guess it wouldn't yeah. be upset if you want. Yeah, so that's interesting. ESPN doesn't even have odds. Yeah, a bunch of sites don't have odds for that fight. Maybe because it's I so went to, new. Uh, best fight odds. They had like maybe four different odds sets for it. Wait until the day of the fight, probably. Yeah. It might change since it's a new fight. Yeah, he still has to make weight too. Um the other fight I wanted to point out is just Charles Johnson versus Rafael Estevam. I don't have any thoughts on this fight, but I like Charles Johnson and despite his stupid hair. So, and it's a flyweight fight and flyweight fights are usually fun. He isn't. He, what Charles about his stupid tattoo? Oh, I don't, hair. I don't think I noticed his stupid tattoo. We would. He's got giant Olympic rings on his back. Oh, Olympic rings are cool. Yeah, but he wasn't in the Olympics. <laughs> okay, that's weird then. <laughs> He's doing something special for his hair. He's been hiding it all week. I've been trying. <gasps> I've been investigating. Oh, he has a new hair surprise. Well, he has like some thing carved into the side. Ooh, kind of covered this is up. Exciting. Yeah. Um. That should be fun. Is he decent Dude. at all? Um. Oh yeah. Actually, I did. I sorry. I actually had a few thoughts on this fight that I forgot. Which is his record looks a little sus because he lost to Cody Durden and Ode Osborne. But I think at least one of those fights was like riddled with dick kicks. It might have been the Ode Osborne fight, and I and that was a split decision also. I think that was the fight where he kind of won me over because, like, I think Ode dick kicked him, but he then he dick kicked Ode twice. But he was like kind of being nice about it, like he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, dude." And then he was like so mad at himself for dick kicking Ode. And then I think maybe his post fight he said something nice, 
but that's a, a tangent. But I think maybe he might be a little Becker, better than his record shows. Um, and one of his losses was to Muhammad Mikhaev. And that guy, I think, is probably pretty good. So I think... He knows how to win. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes. I was thinking he's good at <laughs> he's a he's good at cheating. So whatever he's doing, even if he's not good at fighting, yeah, it's working. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I still have hope for Charles Johnson, even though he just lost his last two. Yeah, that brings. I forgot about like uh, he gave a really good post fight speech once that won me over. And I completely forgot that I was like totally put off about his hair. And then I thought maybe his hair was kind of cool because his speech is so good. Yeah. So long. <laughs> I think I, I might have been old heart. I forgot about that. <laughs> I might have been too hard on Chuck Johnson. Nice. Don't you hate um, post-fight speeches? Yeah, I, that was when I was still listening to him. Oh. I, it's not that I don't hate him. It's that, like, I'll, I'd rather be doing other stuff. Like, I'll uh, turn the volume down. Or the volume's always down. And then I'll, like, go on the balcony as soon as the fight ends. Mm. Or, like, get on Discord. Okay. So, you... It's hard for fighters to win you over. But I see what you're saying. Sometimes you need to go to the balcony. Yeah, like, I don't... I don't... I hate the post-fight speeches. It's just... It's uh, super low on my priority list. Like, I don't, I don't really care, usually. <laughs> um, I also Austin. had a shout-out. Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't I didn't know if you had thoughts in this fight, Austin. No, oh, no he just I was made just, a noise. I was... Like, he made a... Fuck oh, you, Austin. I thought you were giving a segue for Austin to give his thoughts on the fight. Man, fuck Austin. Yeah, fuck you, Dave. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, Jonathan um, Pierce might oh. be fun. He looks like a fun fighter. Oh, yeah. And he has a stupid nickname, JSP. I don't think that's on anymore. Oh, really? No. Shit. Uh, check Chapology real quick. Uh, Versus Dead Joe Roman. Anderson Brito. Brito? C. Hmm. Well, that is that sucks relative to this card which is not very good but it's probably not a big deal for that fight to be cancelled if I could be candid I think that fight <laughs> might have just been fine if it wasn't booked <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah like I was just saying he looks <gasps> interesting like he looks like a fighter oh, I'm pretty sure he's terrible oh, oh, oh wait one. he looks in physically interesting like his haircut or something or oh he has a really terrible tattoo that's a minus sign on his left pack like i forgot we forgot god <laughs> okay what what's your what's your exciting uh it was amanda rebus versus luana pinero Oh, and did that fight get canceled? Oh no, it's still on there. Luana Pinero versus Amanda Kibas, or whatever. Yeah. All right, take it away. Um, I was severely disappointed in Amanda Rebus in her last performance. <laughs> After nearly 
No. What do you mean? What do you want me to say? Uh, I think you're, you're drifting think away into a dream state. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, hold on. But I believe in you. Ah, jeez. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm at a rebus. I was extremely disappointed in her last fight. Like, I felt she was the better fighter than uh, who showed up and uh, got TKO'd in, in her uh, last fight versus um, uh, Macy Barber. And honestly, I hope I hope that she shows up uh, because this person that she's fighting against, uh, Luana Pinheiro, isn't the best fighter, but she shows up and she's uh, still dangerous. I, I don't imagine this is going to be a war on the feet, more or less. Um, I'm hoping this is a setup fight for Rebus because she was a very decent grappler. I... Uh, I'm hoping that she can kind of take herself out of what she did her last fight. And now that she's fighting at strawweight, uh, which for some reason she seemed to kind of be going back and forth between strawweight oh, and, yeah. and uh, fly, flyweight. Yes. And yep. sure enough, she's back at strawweight and I'm hoping it's because takes herself out of trying to do the Valley Tudo thing of standing and banging. I hope that's not the case. And I don't think it will be the case. I think if she's finding a grappler, she's going to entertain going to the mat. She's going to actually go back to what got her here, which was being the better, smarter fighter, looking for the best opportunity to finish the fight and uh, finish it early. I don't foresee Amanda Ribas getting out of her own way just yet. It's going to be a struggle, um, but I still see her winning. This is probably going to be a frustrating fight for me to watch, considering what I saw the last time. But uh, nonetheless, I'm still thinking she's going to win, and I'm going to be I'm going to be happy to see if she can prove me wrong to see if she's improved in uh, the way she she looks to finish a fight or looks to um, no longer exchange. I'll get hit in the face. You get hit in the face. I'll get hit in the face. You get in the hit face. And then maybe I'll let you hit me a couple more times before I decide to get you a clean shot. And then realize, oh no, I'm actually off of my feet, and now you're finishing me on the ground. Because that's how that works. Um, Amanda Rivas is the better fighter. She should win uh, the fight. But confidence is not very strong. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Dave, did you have thoughts on that fight? Um... Not really. This uh, Luana is an interesting fighter. I think it's like kind of nine fight win streak. So that's kind of interesting. Um, I'm not that interested in the fight, though. It'll be a fight. Yeah. It'll be a fight. Um, the only thing is Chad and Helliger is a Canadian from my province. So he's probably not very good, but he's a bantamweight. So it's probably a fun fight anyway. So I will show my mild patriotism towards him. Oh, he's 36, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. 
36, That's old. 135. For a bantamweight? Yeah. All right. Well, oh, his only his only loss for like ever though is to uh oh uh, Tengali. Holy shit. And, and that's like a legit dude, I think. Yeah. So. All right. That's a that could be we'll keep our eye on him. He's going to win. You think so? Yeah, this Jose Johnson guy, 15 and 8. Oh, okay. Well, he's but six foot, 135 pounds. I don't know. There's like an eight foot. Or there's like a uh, <laughs> seven inch height advantage. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. That guy came off Dana White Contender Series and got into the UFC and then immediately lost. So this could be a top secret fight to pick Chad and Hilliger for. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was all the fights I was interested in on the card. It's a lot of fights. Oh, was Dennis any- Tillillin. Oh my god, what? I'm losing my mind right now. Uh. <laughs> Dennis Tillillin. The uh, Russian kickboxer who's fighting. Mm. Is that still a thing? Oh my god. Yeah, still Christian fucking- Leroy Duncan. Apparently. He's the man who got destroyed by Gregory Rodriguez. Okay. Mm. He's also 11 and 8 and 0 is his record. In my memory, he sucks, but I don't know if that's real or not. It's real. Okay. It's going to be fun to watch him. <laughs> you're not cheering him on if you're watching. I wasn't planning to. Yeah. Dave, any. Last minute odds or ends? Uh, nothing from me, but how about we hear from our special guest all the way from Down Under, J.K. Puffin Spliff. Fucking one, five, four first names. <laughs> Austin is falling asleep. Maybe everyone is falling asleep. Let's, let's... <laughs> I don't know how to end things. Oh, God. Okay. Take it's us, the take end. Us, uh, take us away. No, finish, finish strong. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you all for listening. Um, See you next week. Yeah. You all eat shit. <laughs> What'd you say, Austin? I was, talking to, I was talking to the viewers. You told them to eat shit? Yes. I antagonized the them. To eat I, shit. Yes. Nice. I'm going to out of consciousness. As a section for one of next week's podcasts, top 10 pound for pound fighters with two first names.